0: Welcome to week one of our discipleship study. Now to get as many people as possible studying this call to follow Christ book, it's, it's something we have not done. So if it seems awkward, the, the week one presentation today will, will hopefully align beautifully with what you've been studying all week. And if there wasn't anyone who had a chance to study this week, the five days, come grab a book after the service, and then you can catch up. But taking a step out for Jesus to, to study his word and to commit to doing that before him, it takes a step of faith. So let's see what the Lord has for us today with that before I pray yesterday Liz and I went down to see Randy who's recovering out of ICU in the hospital and uh, the Arrowhead Medical Regional Center that's a nice hospital and there's nice people Uh, the nurse was like yeah I trust Jesus for everything I couldn't wake up without Jesus I couldn't breathe without Jesus and it's like so God has surrounded him and then probably also given him people that that need to know Jesus. So it was very, very cool. He's looking to get out. I don't know. The vets will know better than I will because they talk with him more, but soon. And then he's looking to go to a rehab. And I thought there was one in Apple Valley. So if somebody could maybe research that, I thought there was one on Bear Valley and Apple Valley Road, and Bear Valley Road. So if you can research that, and then let... I think it's, is it Wendy? Wanda. Wanda, his good friend Wanda, know about it. He'd rather be rehabbing up here where he's got a million friends than, uh, than down the hill. So Jesus, thank you that Randy looked great. And he was just, uh, he was super uh, articulate. And he just, he told us some really cool um, uh, stories that are really private about his past. And it just uh, it just glorified you. And it talked about why he's still walking with you today and why you're his savior. So thank you for blessing us with those moments with him. And we pray his healing will continue to be strong and steadfast. Give him a place up in the high desert to rehab. Jesus today, we're all coming from different places of walking and talking with you. And you know what? You say that that's okay. Lord, you know that this church, we can walk around and say it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> but with you and then with fellowship, right. your believers gathering around one another to bring comfort to one another, as 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 so beautifully says, we've got more hope. Jesus, more hope at new hope. It works. It works this morning. Bless us today. Open our minds and our hearts. In your precious name, Jesus, you lead the service in your words, Jesus. Amen. So, with that, hey, last week, the Lord's Supper, okay? What, What possibly did you glean as we review just a minute or two from last week? What'd you glean from last week? Let me show you a couple pictures. A couple pictures. Anything come to mind for communion last week? Remember that was da Vinci's painting? And it really would have looked more like that. Who was at the right of Jesus? John. John. Who was at the left of Jesus? Jesus. Judas, yeah. So we could say, is Judas going to be in heaven And we could be totally divided, so we won't go there. (laughs) We could spend 45 minutes talking about that. And this side of heaven, no one's gonna know except except God. So we don't we we try not to get on those hills where we get so adamant. It's like God allows us to be wrong. Remember happy days? The Fawns? I was I was they couldn't say wrong. Um, some of you are going, Happy Days? No, I don't. And I don't think I care to with somebody who can't say the W word. Okay. Hey, speaking of um, communion last week, Jesus, Jesus was our substitute, he, our, our, our penalty. Who became sin. Didn't sin. <laughs> Remember we've got to keep qualifying that. But became our sin. He endured our penalty. For not only our sin. But, but for all people. And it's just. We, we tried to get to the gravity of that. And his blood. Represented the new covenant. And we just see Jesus. Your mercies are new each day. We love that. And Jesus, you've given us so many great gifts. We love that. Help us to put those gifts in perspective according to your word this morning. In your precious name, amen. No other comments from the open forum? Okay, that's okay. It's not required. Okay, what do you think? Yahweh or your way? <laughs> oh, I need need to help you on this one. <laughs> woo-hoo. oh. A southern accent. I'll work on that today. We'll just move right. Forward. Oh yeah, y'all, y'all. That's right, y'all. Okay, okay. So, so working in education so long. If the emotional learning states can be positive, upbeat, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, we're feeling good about learning. I know in the classroom it makes all the difference in the world, all the difference in the world versus like, no, no, dog tripped me on the way, bumped into the neighbor's trash can and dented my bumper. This is a terrible day and nothing's going to change it. You don't, we don't have to have that mindset all day. Jesus allows us to have what we call state changes. And uh, this is one way to get you into a better place of thought to learn his word and to retain it. What did James say? Don't just hear, but do it. That's where the block comes in. (laughs) it's like, oh Lord, help me and forgive me. 1 John 1 9. Oh, is that cute? Ah, oh, 1, 2, 3. Ah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Cute. I thought that was cute, so I included it. Hey, the, uh, the call to follow Christ, week one. So even if you don't have a book and say, I don't want to go through discipleship, that's a lot of work. Just teach me on Sunday. I'm good to go. That's cool. See you next week. Okay. God allows for that. He certainly took me like that when I was in college. And he dealt with me just beautifully, graciously. So don't beat yourself up if you don't have that. Oh, yes, where's the book? What page are you on? i got to follow this perfectly. Don't feel bad. It, uh, it's, not, it's not okay. God says okay. Hey, look at this. John 6, starting in verse 41, the call to follow Christ then the people began to murmur in disagreement because he had said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Who's this? Jesus, what? <laughs> they said, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and mother. How can he say I came down from heaven? Puppycock. Eighth grade science teacher said that a lot. That's how I learned it. Sorry about that. Seems innocent though. But Jesus replied, stop complaining about what I said. John 6, 44. for no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day, I will raise them up. That's, that's your call to Christ. That's my call to Christ to realize the father has drawn you, has given you an opportunity for abundant life on this earth. There's the call hermeneutically, grammatically. No one can say, no, it's not. That's not what it's talking about. Yes, read before, read after. This is the call, and I believe it's to everyone. Some of you say, well, no, I'm perfectly reformed. It's to the elect. Okay, let's go back and forth three or four times on this, and hopefully we can get about Christ's business And not get stuck. And not get stuck here. Jesus, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. It's just, it becomes really clear that um, Jesus, he loves all. And the father has a draw for people. You go, but my friends can't see it. My friends, they they just cuss God up and down. It's like it's part of the the dictionary that they pass out to everyone. And what's interesting about that, it's like, okay, their eyes have been darkened. The world has come and reared its ugly head and they've bought into the world. And so you go, give them time. Pray for them. Pray for them. Who prayed for you to have your heart open? For me, it was my grandmother that, that raised me. And I was a hellion. So I knew she was praying a lot. And then every morning, listening to James Vernon McGee. Come on, come on, come on. Through the Bible in five years, I woke up to that every day. (laughs) Yep. Didn't like the guy till I was like 40. But you know what? It's just, uh, he's a great guy. Anyway, what does Jesus say about this call to follow him? Check this out. Follow him and life will be a party. (laughs) No. Not even close. First Peter 1, you're gonna suffer for a little while until this non-perishable inheritance comes in the form of Jesus Christ in your salvation. Also, Romans 12:1. Present yourself as a living sacrifice. <laughs> I don't want to get there for a long time. That's, that sounds stressful. Not in Christ. Not as you mature in him. Oh, that becomes the way and the desire of your heart as we mature in Christ. That's what we're trying to see here today. That's what we're trying to see here today. Follow him and he'll give you things. Woo, woo. Yeah. Save it for that car. That's right. Give me a B. No. <laughs> give me an M. Give me a W. Yeah. BMW. There's a problem. Eh, no. We're promised every spiritual blessing in him, not physical. And so that's, that's one of the few places that we see God in this covenant with us. Old Testament, we saw physical, prayer of Jabez, and we saw spiritual. Here we see spiritual, but if he gives you physical, which often comes... We don't complain. We're just entrusted with more to be able to bless others. Anybody else Dave Ramsey fans? Besides me? Okay, just myself. Myself and Adam. We'll have to go out again. (laughs) That's right, we sure will. Follow him and you won't get hassled. It's the last time I could make that awful noise. Matthew 5.10. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We're going to translate that word blessed in the Greek. Guess what it means? <laughs> happy. Happy. Well, happy is going to Bastian Robbins and getting a two-scoop sundae or a two-scoop cone on the Oreo cone. They have it on the right-hand side of the store. You have to remind them sometimes because they say they don't have them, but they do. That's <laughs> happiness. But it's only happiness, kid you not, for seven minutes. But the time I get home, I'm done with the cone. I got a little bit of a stomachache because I ate too fast. But then I I start eyeing my wife's cone. (laughs) Oh, it's a true story. And I'm like our great dang. I just go that. I'll just kind of wipe off because I kind of drool a little bit because I do. I love food. And then she goes, here, is that enough? (laughs) True story. I've done it for years. Yes, yes or no, dear? Yeah. Well, Well, I've not done it. I do it all the time still. Because, um, yeah, I, that's one of my many addictions. Okay, so we know. Hey, but no, hey, um, we're going to get hassled. In the U.S. of A., that might look differently. The U.S. of A., it might be, well, I could tell the waitress that I love Jesus, but that word Jesus, it just seems weird. And she's going to think that I'm a, I'm a Jesus freak, and then she may not like me. I mean, that's the persecution that we face in the U.S. of A. that keeps us from stepping forward. Go back to Rome when when Christians were burned at the stake in Nero's gardens, put in the lion's den for sport, for entertainment. We don't know persecution, so at a minimum, let's be zealots for Christ. And then it says in John sixteen thirty three, in this world you're going to have trouble. In this world you're going to have trouble, but Jesus says, take heart, I've overcome. Hey, big idea today, your memory verse this week. Your memory verse this week. Um, can anybody say it out loud? Come on now. Oh, stand up and say it. No, 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 I don't want it. I mean, I want it. Did you memorize it yet? Oh, okay. Well, you know what, say it, because you know what, stand up and say it and he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and he be cross and follow Nice job. Great authority. Very nice job. So, so, yeah, that's the memory verse for this week. In week two, you'll have a different memory verse. And that's kind of cool. According to David Guzik, he, he writes endearing word commentary, he's, he's really good. Blue letter Bible, he's, he's part of that. Uh, Calvary Chapel pastor in Santa Barbara. Um, it's too far for you to drive there, so don't even think about it. Uh, anyway, um, nope, I got a car that's all electric powered. I'm gone. Okay, that's fine, um, but, but we will be hurt. Um, in the Roman world, before a man died on a cross, he had to carry his cross, or at least the horizontal beam of the cross, to a place of execution. And we'll learn more about that a little bit later. So that, that, that wasn't a good thing. Jesus knew what it meant when he said it. The Jews knew what it meant. The Romans knew what it meant. So, so, so we're just going, okay, okay, wait a second. To follow you, it's this condition. <laughs> I need to have some time alone <laughs> because this is a little bit scary. Look at this context. Let's look at the context. Context is everything say context is everything yeah just to keep people from getting bored Jesus foretells his death that's what your little caption in the Bible says that wasn't really in the script (laughs) it's just put there by the publishers of your Bible Um, and he strictly charged and commanded them to tell no one saying the Son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elder and chief priests and scribes, and be killed on the third day, be raised. So you're thinking, wow. He was with the crowd and his disciples. He got with his disciples. Some will say there was part of a crowd here. I say no. I say this was just with his disciples. And he says that first line, those first couple lines. And so... Your Bible and mine says, take up your cross and follow Jesus. That's not in the text, the original text, okay? (laughs) Nor would it be in English. (laughs) Okay, so we got to take context. This goes right with this. It's in the same, even in the same breath almost, here and here. So he says, son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elder and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. Fair enough. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. So interesting. This is very interesting. There's a lot here because we're asked to not be ashamed of Jesus as Christians. But I got to tell you, there's plenty of times I've been ashamed. Sometimes, sometimes I get so nervous about saying uh, Jesus, I'll go Jesus. I mean, it's just, it's something that, that it's just like a block or I'll say it fast or something. There is the devil, salive alive and well, will come at us at every moment and opportunity to distract, to give us messages. Oh, they're not going to like me. I bet they're going to turn away. Okay. If, if the restaurant server turns away and doesn't like me, I can still eat, I think. And I can still pray for that person. It's not that they're not liking you. They're not liking God. And we're to pray for people who don't like God. Pray for people. And so we got to keep that in our mind. So look at the context. Verse 23, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. The cross was a death sentence. The cross was a one-way travel, kind of like on a plane, going one way, not coming back, following Jesus. (laughs) And they knew the end was death. Not here right now in the U.S. of A. But we see, we see what's required. If it was that we're to go out today and go be martyred for our faith, it wouldn't say daily. <laughs> How can that happen? <laughs> it can't. So we got to understand that. So to deny myself, oh my goodness, I have a really good friend in Arizona that I can talk with at length. And after he talks to me enough, he goes, Hey, Don, it's not about you. And for a minute, it hurts. What do you mean it's not about me? Don't you like me? It's about Jesus. This little gathering, this mission's about Jesus. Why are you trying to get it to start an hour later because you like to sleep? I mean, do you see the selfishness there? I make it all about me. And when we take this up, it's all about him. And so this is a lifetime of a journey. If we had to consider the cost of following Jesus before we took him up, I'm not sure we would take him up. But Jesus does say to count the cost Who builds a building but doesn't take into consideration the cost of what's required? He says that in the New Testament. But the Americanized Christianity, which we thank the Lord for our freedom, and the vets thank the Lord for, we just got to know God's word so it can set us free. And I'll explain why the rationale in just a moment. Check this out. Ashamed, 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 ashamed. I love Jesus and I'm not ashamed. Ashamed can mean that we don't want to identify with Jesus or be seen together. I've done that. I've done that. I don't want to be ashamed. It's like, wait a second. He says, don't be ashamed because I'll be ashamed of you when I come back. It's kind of like 1 Peter 3, 7. Where it says, men, respect your wives as the weaker partner so your prayers won't be hindered. It's like, I don't want my prayers hindered. It's like, well, what does that mean? I don't know. And it doesn't say, but I don't want my prayers hindered. It's kind of like this. What does that mean? He comes back and, and, and he will be ashamed of us. We don't want that at the Bema seat, the time of reward for Christians. We don't want that for those that know Jesus as Lord and Savior shame means that we don't want to reference or mention Jesus around others. I can't, I can't tell you about how many people I talk to who, who are tempted to get uh, counseling, but not from Christian therapy, therapist, from somebody from the world. Psalms 1, 1 and 2 says, don't walk in the ways of the ungodly. And so I'm going, you got to start with a Christian Yes, I'm a believer in counseling. And uh, yes, we need somebody born again that can give you life um, as well as strategies. shame means that we take what we want from Jesus and place him in a box until we need him again. We're out of money. Get Jesus out of the box. Come on, family meeting. We got to pray. Get him out. Dear Jesus, we know that we're falling short this month. I mean, I don't know what it is, but we do that. We pick and choose, pick and choose. You know that song, I surrender all. I know, I'm not going to sing it, but you see the idea in my mind. It's like, I surrender 20% on a good day. (laughs) I surrender 10% sometimes. You know, I mean, it's just like, where are we with this? And we wonder why we walk in life and so many stresses trip us up and so many things keep us away from Jesus. That's the devil's master plan. (laughs) <laughs> He's a deceiver and murderer from the beginning. The devil is bad. But yet we get so tripped up by him. He has this alluring front. No bueno. No good. Oh. we don't, There's no way we can get into some of these other texts. But for whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. So those that want to just stay in the world, not receive Christ, that's problematic because you'll become like the people you associate with. That's problematic. Let me, this is a good time for a state change. Let me show you a a short little Francis Chan clip that um, I think puts this in perspective and it's in regards to Don, where does health, wealth, and prosperity gospel fit in? Where does that fit in? Uh, You know, uh, I I need God to do this. I've been praying for the new model Camaro for years. He gives us the things we want. Well, he may give you that Camaro, and nobody's going to judge you or say anything. But was it his timing for that moment? Is there something that's being neglected? in his kingdom, where that becomes then kind of an idol, which is going to throw you really under the bus in a bad way. So where does health, wealth, and prosperity gospel come in in regards to this passage? Let's take a look here really quick. Yeah, so there's a humility with understanding that we're going to suffer, we're going to be persecuted. It's expected. There's a humility that, that comes with that, that others are better than well, than us. And so we'll treat others better than us because that's what Jesus does for us. He's our model. He's our model 100%. Um, I've got another clip at the end. Um, you'll need your seatbelt for it. I don't know if you're a John Piper fan, but um, he tends to articulate um, this prosperity gospel Pretty, uh, pretty crazy. He even uses um, uh, a word that starts with C that I thought, I didn't think you could say that from the pulpit. But he's so righteously angry. And it's like, oh, gosh, okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, here, let's go to Luke 14, 25 to 27. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them. He said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Now, a disciple, a disciple is a follower. It's what you became when you, ac- when you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior into your life. You became a disciple. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Not like that. Yes, you did. And it's just like, well, we could argue all day long, but, but if we look at the language and the text we could be convincing about that. On the next slide, we actually, we actually give you what I think is the Lord's intention as to, as to why he says this and why he designed this for us to walk this way on earth. It's on the next slide. So you must just anticipate a moment or two before we get there. Look at this. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his mother, father, wife, and children. Now, you can't say hate. You can't interpret that as hate. Oh, evil, get out. You can't do that. Because Jesus' second commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. So you can't do that for that literally. But your love for God can be so great. Your love for God can be so intense that it seems like Family, secondary, it seems like hate because they're so far behind. And here's the thing. If you've got a husband or a wife, okay, or even your family, and you're loving Jesus with all that you have, he's going to open up your mind and heart, theirs as well, to see what you can now give to them is much greater than what you could have had you not devote yourself to Jesus like that. I mean, do you get that? It's, it's, it's like the husband or the, or the wife or, or the friend comes around and says, you're different. You're kind. You're gentle. Go ahead and spend some more time with Jesus and then come back. Let's go. Let's go out. You know what I'm saying? It's that kind of transformation. But on the other side, can you forego family who says this Jesus? Yeah, it's just a crutch. Just a crutch. You hear this idea, take up your cross, what is your cross to bear? Uh, It's my husband, have you seen him? He's obnoxious. It's not what it's saying. You know, my my cross, my crutch is not some nasty habit. It's not something that the cross, take up your cross, is taking it because you're going to be crucified for Christ. That's take up your cross. We just got to clear that up because we hear that so in so many places. But what if your father, what if your mother, they, they turn on you? It's like, okay, okay. I won't do Jesus anymore. I threw my Bible there. It's just not, yeah. I won't do it anymore. Uh, can we have some good fellowship? You will melt in time denying Christ your world will implode. Absolutely implode. We have been called, bought with a price. We've got a purpose. What's helping you find the purpose today? You've got a discipleship book. You've got some scriptures to look at. Look at this. It says, yes, even their own life. Even their own life. Hate your own life. You're not yourself that you're living for. You're living for Christ. How is that going to be different when you leave here? Because it's going to bring you a blessing. You got to think. I got to think. I'm challenged with that. Here we go. Look at this. Perhaps. Perhaps Jesus planned that he would be so much more a part of our life and our journey here on earth. Think about what he laid out. The cost. Of following me. The cost. The people that wouldn't forego riches and all these things and walk with them. Perhaps Jesus planned that he would be so much more a part of our life and journey here. And not just our spiritual 911. Come on, family. Come on, family. we got broken windows. We need prayer for this. Got to pray for God to provide for this. No, no. Keep them out of the box. Keep walking with them daily. Meditate day and night. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. And the blessings will be profound. Down at the bottom, it says, this is what mojo means. More of Jesus on earth. So you take Jesus out of the box, and you get with him. So on your hand out there, it says, to have abundant life on earth is John 10, 10. Take Jesus out of the box. Take him to the grocery store. Take him to the restaurant. Take him to Aunt Edna's house. Take him all over the place. Take him with you. Abundant life, John ten ten. Happy. We translated the Greek for you. That's right. Translated the Greek for you, Matthew five ten. Happy are those who insult you, who just don't like your faith or you because of your faith or the things that you do. Happy are those. The ice cream. The ice cream cone brought me happiness for seven to ten minutes. If I got Liz's scoop, another two minutes. But then here we've got happiness that not only is going to endure this life but then it's reward for eternity. Take Jesus, take Jesus, take Jesus. Don't close them up. Matthew 5.3, to have confidence. Excuse me. Happy are those who are sick of doing things their own way. We learn that. Those who are poor in spirit, sick of doing it on your own. Well, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. No, go to God's word. Pray with a brother and sister who's a Christian. Call that person. Do it God's way. And you'll be blessed. You'll be happy happy. That's what that word means, sorry. Oh, and then here, to have confidence and stand boldly at Christ's return, 1 John 2, 28. So as we get ready to close, because we've been together for a while, and I know brains kind of turn off after a while. So yep, yep, done, my brain turned off 12 minutes ago. But you know what? If you keep jumping up and down, you know, maybe we got another minute in you. Okay, so uh, we just do. It's like... My last name doesn't end with Stanley or Swindoll. So it's like, yeah, otherwise we could listen longer and longer. And, uh, but anyway, okay, here we go. Nice picture, though. Jesus, look at that. Woo, fellowship, fellowship. Learning from the Master. Good time, good time. Here we go, okay. Um, what should we do if it seems like we're missing Christ in our life? Um, imagine that when you wake up tomorrow... Unless you need a nap when you get home, then you wake up after your nap. <laughs> Imagine that when you wake up, link arms with Jesus and take him with you on your day. Come on, let's go. Why are you walking with an elbow sticking out? Because Jesus is with me. Hey, you may not want to be that pronounced and obvious because then people are being, you know, you have to go back to like, Pastor, did you take your medicine this morning? I assure them that we did. And, uh, and things are okay. Link arms with Jesus and take him with you on your day. But here, look at this. Are you desiring mojo in your life? Um, more of Jesus on earth. Spend time renewing your mind each day with Jesus. Romans 12, 2. Don't skip it. Don't skip it. You take a heart medicine, you take a, an anti depression medicine, anti anxiety medicine, which you know that, that, that I partake, and you skip it one day, you're not the same. You're not the same. I'm going to skip my heart medicine. I got AFib five times greater for stroke. I'm going to skip it. Time with Jesus. A little bit more significant and pronounced than AFib in terms of the things and decisions you're going to be faced and the way you need him to walk with you and lead you. Romans 12.2. Be thankful all day long and pray all day long. First Thessalonians 5.16-18. Oh, you read through those verses and you're like, wow, what a great formula. Think on positive things, righteous things, pure and just things. Philippians 4:8. You go, I got a bad thought, I got a bad thought, I gotta get rid of it. Well, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, says to take the thought captive. You got that thought? You got that thought? Write it down, write it down, write it down. Jesus says, Well, the Apostle Paul says, cast it out. Jesus, this is not of you. Watt it up, throw it away. That's the power we have to address our thinking, our poor thinking. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says that. Stop thinking that I'll give in. Stop thinking that I'll give in order to get. Jesus owes me so much in this world. No, better to give than to receive. Last is serve the body of Christ according to your... Giftedness, Romans 12 says that, verses 4 through 8. If you need help finding your gifts out, I can show you a survey to take and with some questions to see what kind of gifts are strong in you. Before we close, and as we close today, a couple things. At the bottom of your handout, you see some places of ministries that you can partake in if you want to get on that train of more of Jesus on Earth, you don't have to. But if the Holy Spirit's pricking your heart to lean towards one of these ministries, put your name down. Put your phone number. Tear off the bottom part and uh, put it on the back table where 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 Dave is. Just put it on his table. If Dave is that's okay. Dave is that okay? Oh, Okay. Thank you so much. That's very nice of you. So uh, so anyway, so we've got uh, tomorrow night. We're going to meet uh, for celebrate recovery. We're going to meet, there's 10 of us that are just going to go through a book study to learn about Celebrate Recovery. Because we're going to, down the road, we're going to deal with people that have addictions and hurts and hang-ups. What's the last H? Habits. Habits. Thank you. Whoever said that, thank you. Uh, We're going to start Celebrate Recovery. Lord willing. We've been praying since the summer. Of this possibility, so we're going to go through an eight-week book study, so we would know the principles and talk through it. There's a, there's a, like I said, a team of nine or ten that will be there, and if you want to be a part of it, just show up tomorrow, six fifteen at the church. We'll get you the books for free and just partake in the study. Or if you know you want to be in part of the study, uh, I'll get you the books today, and you just have to read, it, uh, read chapter one before tomorrow. Let us know. Uh, second, muffin ministry. Uh, if you would be a part of the muffin ministry. We're going to have muffins available, Lord willing, probably in two weeks. I thought this next week, but uh, that's going to be a little soon. Uh, But in two weeks, between Bible study and church. And uh, we're thinking about opening it before Bible study and then again before church, maybe twice, but we'll see if we got the, uh, the people for that support. So if you could be a part of that and serve in one of those capacities, we'll already have the muffins, we'll already have the drinks, you'll bring them out, you'll look at the room, you'll you know, you kind of watch the people, have them finished before they come out and uh, it'd be great. So, so that's two. And uh, what's the third one on there? Security, I learned about it yesterday. <laughs> um, security. So Marlon or Gary during the service, Marlon today is outside, is outside. And uh, just if somebody was to come in, we've got our children's group right there. You guys know that? But we need somebody that just will kind of keep an eye on that. Make sure we're extra protected. So if you could be available once a month, and again, all these things are for a sign-up. Celebrate recoveries, you know, almost every week. We're gonna meet the first two weeks. Um, anyway, but, um, but it's going to be once, about once a month and maybe even once every five or six weeks, depending on the rotation, put your name down, uh, tear off the bottom, leave it there. Uh, Carrie, music people, would you come up as we question, Pastor Jack men's prayer meeting Saturday, Saturday. beautiful announcement. And that's going to be with donuts or is it the big breakfast one? Donuts, good donuts, yeah. Over in the fellowship hall, eight o'clock for any men, all men and any men. Hey, as we, as we close, is there, are there any questions at all pertaining to the book? We have more copies. Any, what, any questions whatsoever about going into week two? We have groups that meet on campus. There's a women's group that meets Wednesday, okay, with Miss Debbie. Where's Miss Debbie? Okay, good. Oh, thank you. Right there, uh, and then there's a men's group that meets with myself uh, in my office, and um, and so we've got, and then we have other groups sprinkled all over uh, the place that are that are doing it as well. So if you have a desire, uh, ask more questions. Let's stand, if we could. A song. If you want prayer for anything, anything, come forward. Let's have our, our, some of our prayer counselors up here, if we could, and, um, to receive people. And uh, prayer for anything today. And if you're here without Jesus and you say, I want to meet Jesus, you talk about being a Christian, talk about this relationship about denying self, come forward and we'll talk to you about what it is to receive him, to understand that, that we're sinners and need his forgiveness.